on a six-year-old high school freshman. I got nothing. Hello? You got nothing? Nothing. Oh, fuck. Um, how about now? Chick, chick, chick. That would be me. I'm Jimmy Black. What about if I do this? Chick. Or this. Chick. Not that. Poor kids are just right. as bright and just as talented as white kids. This? Check, check. Yep. Is that moving it? Yep. We're good. We're great. <coughs> We're gold. I didn't change it. Well, well. I want a biggie fries and give me some shit to drink. I'm so sure can. Hey. Everybody, welcome to the 130th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello, everybody. How we doing? We're great. We're so great. That's great, man. We're supposed to have a couple guests today. Some shit happened. They'll be here next week. All right, so next week is the... Are the two guests? The two guests. Wow. All right. The two guests. I wonder when our last guest was. Long, long time ago. Probably Darren. When did? Probably, maybe Sammy. Darren. I think it was Darren. It was definitely at least midway through COVID. Was it midway? I think so. Here, let's look. I don't know what is midway. Is COVID still going? I'll check the facts. Ah, depends who you ask. If you ask the what the fuck is this in the way for? If you ask the uh, the TSA, the idiots that were in. the Le Crusade, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. He's right, folks. This cable's pissing me off, I tell you. Hold up. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. It feels like it's been a long, long time since we've had a guest. But anyway, we were supposed to get a guest last week, and then he bailed. Right. And then we were supposed to have two guests this week. Wondering if there's some sort of coup, some sort of boycott. Is it something we did? It could be a boycott. It's starting to feel like one anyway. I think it might have been John Crook. Is that possible? Uh, it's possible. I think it was John Crook. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Well, it's very possible. Yep, it was. You're kidding me. Um, when was that? John Crook was November 10th, 2020. Oh. So that was right around the uh, the election. The episode was called Fed Up. And it was right after election night. Yes, yes. Which was November 3rd. Well, not right after, but a week after, obviously. Yes. And then before that was Blue Socks. And then before that was Sammy. And then before that was the perfect rating system. Remember that Blue one? Blue Socks? And then before that was Liz Bills. So we actually did have a lot of guests up until then. Yeah. Jeez, and now Ep- it's... And then there was episode 93 called Hydrogen Psychosis. Crazy eyes. And then there was episode 84, Produce Storage Temps. Remember that one? Are you just reading off random episodes? Before? Yeah. Just any good, uh, any good, you know, themes. Check, please. Uh, yeah. I, we used to have guests all the flipping time. I know, dude. Right. But it wasn't our fault because we did the podcast remotely for a while. This time last year, we were doing a remote. Oh, there was episode 59 called Go to Both. Called what? Go to Both. Oh. There's something about, well, should we, would you go to this or that? And we're like, we'll go to both. I'd, that's how. It rings a, f- not a bell, but a faint, a faint dong. And it's gone. This is a giant cock. We were just reviewing how fucking fantastic Strangers with Candy is. 
Dude, it is just the best. The free, like, back then when comedy was just for people who liked comedy. Right. And oh, it was just so good. Just so good. A wacky show. Comedy Central must have just been writing blank checks for anyone that they right. liked. And Stephen Colbert was a main uh, Yeah, and he was person. He's great. And now he's like the the you know the, he's the, the opposite suck up. He's if you played a, if you blocked out the face of him in Strangers with Candy and played it for him now, he'd be like, This guy is a fucking terrible person. Yeah, and then he would. You'd put the face back on and he'd go, Oh my god, that's me. Well, that's like when that that Judd Apatow, who's just the the biggest pussy now, he all what all these guys do is they make millions of dollars being you know, improper and raunchy and sexist and racist mm. in a funny way. Very funny. They make millions of dollars doing it, mm. and then they slam the door behind them, and they go, oh, yeah, no, no one else should do that. Like when Judd Apatow was all uh, red in the face mad about some Louis C.K. bit where he picked on transgenderism, whatever, this new fake civil rights uh, issue that we're supposedly having. Uh, and he did a little bit about it, and Judd Apatow was jumping up and down mad on this radio show. And he's like, I just don't think you should punch down. You should... What does that even as mean? As if comedy's punching. I hate that phrase, punch down. And um, the uh, guy on the, the the host of the radio goes, like, dude, you have an ongoing joke in Knocked Up where you keep going, you know how I know you're gay? And... So that was like a great, I was like, oh, good for that fucking co-host. Right. And then this is how he wiggled himself out of that trap. Judd Apatow goes, actually, we, if anything, we were exploring the, the guy's own immaturity and, and discomfort in their own sexuality with that. He made it seem like it was some, some yeah. super heady intellectual joke. And it's like, no, 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 no. dude, it was funny uh, because it was funny. And if someone got offended, so be it. Hello, you've got a base. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like Sarah Silverman, so fucking funny, or used to be, had the most offensive jokes probably of any comedian. Mm. Um, now she is like the HR department at your shitty company. Oh, jeez. What is wrong with these people? It really is. They got brain worms. They have brain worms? Like, you look at Stephen Colbert, and you're... If... The only way I... It would make sense, knowing who he is, like, the totality of his career and how much I used to think he was funny, mm. is if this whole time he's actually been putting on a ruse and has been, like, the satirical leftist suck-up. Because nothing in my mind can naturally transition from him being a comedian satirist to literally just the, the court gesture sucking up to every single politician he voted for. And then the best is when he has some right-wing guy on and he has this tough guy gotcha stuff and he gets to feel all badass for like finger-pointing at a politician and putting him on the hot spot. It's like, cool, dude. I'm pretty sure in about 24 hours you're going to be just sucking the cock of like the next six politicians you talk to. This is what they do. They bring in one guy they disagree with, and they go, "You said this, and that that was immoral." And then they, then they, but then they feel like they're punching up. You know what I mean? Maybe 
He's anyway, punching down. I didn't mean dude. to go to a diatribe, but I'm actually mad because I, in us revisiting Strangers with Candy, he was fucking hilarious. He's hilarious. God damn it. With that being said, how dare you? Do you know who Jeremy Corbell is? Yeah, who is that? I know, I know who that is. Do you though? I know the name. Jeremy Corbell is. Oh, the, maybe I don't. Is the guy who directed, like a, I guess it's a documentary on Bob Lazar, who's like that alien. Oh no, I don't know who who uh, guy Jeremy Corbell is. You know who Bob Lazar is. Uh, yeah, but only because I looked him up after you were talking about him. Jeremy Corbell is a fucking cocksucker, dude. Really? And he's been on... A fucking So what he does bitch. is he, you know, probably contacts Jamie from Joe Rogan's podcast. And is like, Jamie, I got this UFO guy that uh, I can bring on the podcast, um, you know. And then Joe's obviously, you know, wants the guy on his podcast. You ugly. So he's like, sure. So then Jeremy comes on with the person. And he's done this three or four times. Ah, uh, okay. And nobody gives a fuck about Jeremy or anything he ever has to say. But he, since he's the gatekeeper of all the legit guys. Right. And he, he just keeps butting into the fucking conversation. And then Joe just goes, okay. And then goes back to the other guy and asks like a question and the guy answers. And it's, So even in Joe's tone, he is communicating with the guy politely that he doesn't respect him. Yes. Yeah, I don't know that. I just feel like those episodes, because I really do like UFO shit. I love, dude. I'm down the UFO rabbit hole. The problem is, the second the person talking doesn't pass the sniff test, I just it takes me out of it completely. You know what I mean? I listen. I do. Like when Tom DeLonge is talking about it, and this is a guy who literally dedicates his life to it. I'm still just like. This episode was so bad, by the way. I'm just like, I just don't, I'm skeptical of everything you say. And obviously it's good to be skeptical of anything anybody says, even if they, they are legitimate people. Right. At least if I'm like, I'll trust but verify. Right. When I when I don't even trust you, then I'm just like, all right, what's the fucking point? Well, and Tom DeLong's shit was like all just, he like played all these videos and they were all bullshit. Right. Because I want to fit in. If you're going to be some like UFO advocate, at least like look you at the videos. Be, you got to be the one that's like the most incredulous. Right. You got to be like now. Because it's the, the, the fake videos discredit you. So if anything, you got to be overly uh, vigilant. Right. I might have found uh, the spot where I, he's just such a fucking dick. God damn it. Um, but yeah, sorry. Obviously, I'm distracted, you guys. Yeah, here it is. He's such a fucking butt face. Starts going the other way, and then the, and while they're filming the gimbal video, and that's kind of the comms when you hear a dude. This is one of many cow, times I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. This is uh, unreported new information that's that uh, he's actually saying right now. Everybody knows this video. This is the one that they say turns like the Lazar craft, like belly first. However. What he's telling you right now is something that is not public yet. He's telling you that there was a V formation of other objects that the public has yet to see. You're not going to. It's, you're not going to. It's a radar tape. But not gonna... there were more objects surrounding this is what he's telling you right now, which is fascinating because the world doesn't know that yet. Just so you know, I mean, that's brand new. That's never been reported by New York Times, anybody. Okay. So <laughs> you can just tell 
Joe's like, all right, you fucking idiot. He's like, okay, dude. <laughs> oh, but I love up. how the guy goes, so the guy's speaking English, Yeah. but we need another guy to go, so what he's about to tell you. <laughs> yeah, no thanks, dude. Yeah, no, but that guy pisses me off fucking in every way, shape, sucks. and form. Every single episode he's in, I want to fucking kill so him. that's Jeremy Corbell. Yeah. Corbell. And then if you watch the fucking Bob Lazar film... The shit that Bob Lazar claims... Bob Lazar is, is, is cool? Yeah, he's cool. He's this nerdy fucking guy... Oh, yeah. ...that worked for the government in, like, a super secret alien thing. Okay. And he, like, saw UFOs that they have stored, and, like, his job was to, like, reverse engineer how the pr- propulsion system worked. Okay. Which nobody can make sense of because it's not from our fucking world. But, um, and then he, they eventually found out that, because they tap your phone lines and shit, eventually found out that his wife was cheating on him. So then they were like, oh, fuck. If his life's not perfect, he could be a fucking wild card. So we got to cut him out. So they like suspended his work at the place. So then because they suspended his work, he still didn't know his wife's cheating on him. He's like, they're, I don't know what the fuck's going on. They're probably going to like try and kill me. So then he started telling all these people about the UFO shit that they have stored the and like backfire. filming shit and all that shit. Um, lost my train of thought when he said it backfired. You fucking asshole. So they, <laughs> so they got rid of him because they thought he was more prone to speak if his, if he was getting divorced. Yeah, they just thought so he'd be like... So then he started like, re- telling everybody everything. Right, because he thought because he was going to they were going to kill him. Right. And then so when did he realize that they, they actually just let him go because his wife was cheating on him? Uh, like further down the road, but at that point, the cat was out of How the bag. How did you get off track? I feel like I didn't even I distract know. you forget, with anything. I forget which point I was racing towards. Um, You know? Was there a question you asked me that made me start saying this shit? Well, I asked if Bob... Oh, right. Sorry. I'm sure this is the... Fuck. But, uh... My point being, everything that he has to say about his experience is A, interesting, and B, you're pretty sure it's all true. Right. And then Jeremy is the one that makes the documentary about that shit, which is fine on its own. You could have put the guy in a chair and filmed him talking about it. Right. But he ties in all these, like, you know the fucking episodes of um, uh, Twin Peaks from the newest season? That are like ridiculous, and it's like a like fucking all like the B roll. It's like a nuclear bomb exploding yeah. in backwards, and then yeah, like yeah, a yeah. fucking bunch of, you know, white noise on a TV, and then like a fucking fly eating a fucking eyeball, like yep. weird, creepy shit. Yep. He just puts a bunch of that shit in there, and then has somebody who sounds like um uh, the Morgan guy that Freeman? plays the guy that plays the dude in fucking Jeff Bridges. Thank you. He's like uh reading just creepy shit. You know, yeah, being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the mind is something that's very mysterious. And then, like, we'll, like, you know, double, mysterious, mysterious, mysterious. And then you like, it's just like, oh, go fuck yourself. Right, 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 right. And then right. showing all these just pictures of animated UFOs. So all he did was put a camera in front of interesting people and then just put B-roll in the back. Yeah, he put a camera in front of Bob Lazar, asked him questions, probably has about 15 minutes of good Bob Lazar I mean, no, I have to yes. respond to that content okay. talking about interesting shit. Yeah. And then just placed like 45 minutes worth of dumb shit in between all of that shit. So like I could have done that if I had access to these people. Yeah. And then called Netflix and was like, here, I got a fucking documentary that you guys should put. So on. now he thinks he's like the, the documentarian of yes. UFOs. And he's in the documentary a bunch. 
And I actually, Nick shares the hatred for this guy. So like I'll text Nick and be like, this motherfucker, I fucking hate him so much. And Nick uh, understandingly is like, yeah, dude, this idiot uh, broke like the first rule of being a documentarian. Which is not being behind the camera. Which is to not include yourself at all. Right. Not make it about you, dude. Right, 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 right. I'm sorry. I'm just so angry about this fucking guy. Yeah. And he does the thing. You probably heard him say when he was talking. He does that. So this is the thing where. So not good for radio. No, just a fucking. I just hate everything about him and his stupid haircut and his fucking. He sounds like he sucks. He sucks, dude. And he's on Rogan a lot. He's on, been on Rogan like four times because he keeps bringing people in. Dude, I think Rogan needs to tighten up on his fucking guest list. <sighs> it's just How many does he do a week now? I, I don't to, even know. I used, to listen, I used to listen to Rogan all the time. Now I can't even remember the last time. I don't I listen very often, but now that I'm I'm down the UFO hole, yeah, I just like, I'm like, what are the best Joe Rogan UFO episodes? And then I go back and listen to those. The ones. thing is with, unless it's like a really... Because I used to love listening to Rogan, but because he used to have interesting people on all the time. He did. It's true. And now it's just like, like I don't fucking give a shit about Rob Lowe. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I get that it's like, you know, I get that he's a figure that probably has a ton of cool stories from the 80s. Uh, not a, I'm not saying he's a bad guest. He's if, real, he if, was real handsome, too. Yeah. But like, just not really my cup of tea. Cup of tea. Uh. And, uh, not that I'm shitting on the Rogan experience, but I did lose a lot of respect for Joe when he let the Spotify Wokies get rid of like the best episodes, basically. Well, I just don't see the point. So you're making hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Yeah. You own all the rights to everything. It costs you pretty much nothing to produce your shit. Yep. Why do you need somebody else to come in and have you work under them to do the same fucking thing? I don't get it either. And because, again, at a certain point, I know this is this sounds like some stupid Bernie bro, but at a certain point, what is the difference between making 25 and $35 million a year? Like if, if for the price of total freedom, you're just slightly less rich. Right. I, I don't understand. And people are like, yeah, but now in Spotify, it also shows the video. Who it gives a fuck? But even in real normal people terms, I think the average person would take, I think, say, a guy making 80 grand a year would take making 60 grand a year if he just worked for himself. If he could, if he was comfortably making 60 grand a year, I think, like, and that's basically what Rogan had. I'd say that's true. So you're still. I mean, now, I don't know what they offered him. Maybe they did offer him something, like, fucking insane. I'm sure it was And maybe insane. he was like, honestly, for fucking $50 million, all I need to do is get rid of this fucking Alex Jones episode. Like, I mean, I think it would have been, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, it probably was. But what do I know? Nothing. But Idiot. But also, to have all these losers working for these supposed artistic platforms like Spotify, like you are the biggest library of fucking music and you're having it run by these sensitive pussies. Like what? Like think about how lame, like the 1970s is the most revered decade in terms of film and arguably in terms of a lot of musical genres. And the whole reason that is, is because everyone 
It was avant-garde. Everyone did whatever the fuck they wanted. Mm. Now you have these fucking This is what you this this was the problem. Here's like, the problem. Right at I don't know what generation it is, the people that were born like just the people that were starting high school the year we graduated. So like I'd say people born between like 1994 and 1999. You're a line dog face pony soldier. Whatever that generation is. Yep. It, so obviously birth control is also pussified America. See episode one twenty seven or twenty seven for, for right around there. Um, but everybody when when you saw them uh, pro protesting uh, fucking speeches on college uh, on college campuses, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, they're fucking crybabies with their safe spaces." But just wait till they. Wait till they enter the real world. They'll be forced to grow up. Right. And then they entered the real world and they convinced all the CEOs and the VPs and the presidents to just listen to them. Right. And now it's like my company's sending out like, oh, make a video of your sub of of what pride means to you. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? How did we get here? I don't understand. And now they're in charge of Spotify. Now they're in charge of HBO. Now they're in charge of Hollywood. Talk about the lamest shit ever. How dare you? Sorry, Greta. Um, you'll be pleased to know. Oh? Received at least two emails. Good. And by at least, I mean exactly two. So, one is from Daniel Bergeron. Oh? He writes. Oh, boy. Hope you're well. I'm still listening. Just busy as fuck. So these are all periods, just so you know. Okay. Hope you're well, period. I'm still listening, period. Just busy as fuck, period. Congrats to you, Tim Jim, on your engagement, period. Ah, thank you, Danny. Show's great, period. Ricky Webster segment had me crying laughing, period. Ah. Which is great. I'm, I'm glad to know this. Me too. Did some research. He has a Facebook and a kid looks like a heroin addict. <laughs> See, this is great stuff. <laughs> this is good stuff. We need we need producers like this. Period. I'll let you guys know if I win the COVID vaccine lottery, period. Keeping my fingers crossed. Two finger cross emojis. Ah, oh, all right. I'm glad Danny's still listening. Busy as fuck. Andy tracked down Ricky Webster. Was that how? I know that was relatively recent, but I can't remember if that was like a month ago or last week. We I know. About. It all just blends together. Oh, uh, Ricky Webster. Sure, <laughs> the son looks like a heroin addict. Yeah, so, yeah, dude. So his son, that must have been like 08 when he had a kid. So his kid's probably like 13 now. Oh, he's saying his kid looks like a heroin addict? Oh, I thought that's what he said. Sounds great. Ricky Webster, segment hammer crying. Did some research. He has a Facebook and a kid looks like had a heroin Hat looks like a heroin. Oh, oh, so I I think it's Ricky that looks like the heroin. Okay, all right, I that's, could be wrong. That's better. Maybe the twelve year old looks like his. No, 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 no. Well, I I think he means Ricky looks like a heroin addict, which is actually better because before he looked like a drunk because he had that ch- that just sweaty gut kind of thing. Ooh, yeah, heroin addict. Honestly, might be a better look for him. Now, staying on the theme of heroin. Yeah, we have another email. Oh, from. From a female superhero? Ian Arietta. Oh! Um, he says, loves the impressions. Which is great. Not bad. They're, they've got some room for <laughs> he go, improvement. He goes, i.e., 
Lennon letting Yoko sing. Semicolon. Yep. Heroin is a hell of a drug. Yes. So he's he's, right. that's a great point. That is a great point. He was snorting a shit ton of heroin when he when he let Yoko scream like a banshee in front of his house. She's probably like, can I sing on your album? And he was like, no. And then she was like, here's some heroin. And he was like, okay. And then Yeah, like, no, that's a good point. Can I sing on your album? And he's like, I don't give a fuck. All right. So Ian does bring up a good point. So I'll rephrase. So Paul McCartney, pussy whipped, weakling, John Lennon just addicted to heroin. John Lennon was like the kid in Tiger King that was like, well, I do like meth, and when I do watch porn, there is a dick in it, so I guess what I if? am gay. What if? Now, I'm what, talking, what talking completely out of my ass here, because I don't know the timeline at all. Linda McCartney died from cancer. Is this correct? Do you know? That's correct. So what if he knew Linda was going to die? So he's like, I'll let you be in my band, because you're probably going to die soon. So, uh, The only thing is, I know that to not be true. Damn it. That's pretty good, though, right? I that, tried. That would have made me rethink my position on this. How did it went like you get to the that, that would be a sweet thing to do. Maybe when he was gonna kick her out of the band, he found out that she had her, she had cancer. I'm sure it was heroin. Wait, now I kind of do want to fact check. That. Look up the timeline. I'll finish the email. Sure. Uh, then he goes on to say, John Stewart is rad, and I think you both would like him more if you did a deep dive into older Daily Show, no. especially you, Tim Jim. Don't see him as left as his fans. Don't see him as left as his fan based might. Yeah, the thing with John Stewart is he doesn't like bother me, but he does that other thing where he just sucks up. Like whenever he would have John Kerry on, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I my dad to this day gets pissed if I buy Heinz ketchup, but it's the only good ketchup. Yeah, it is. I'm not gonna uh, buy Hunts. Here's the thing with John Stewart is. Again, he's had segments where I've respected him, and I agree. He's not as predictably uh, partisan as his audience is. But he does this thing where these guys think they're like winning an argument. So say Jon Stewart has on John McCain. Uh, so Jon Stewart has the entire studio audience on his side. And so he'll do some stupid zinger and then the audience will laugh and then he gets this like cocky look like he just owned a guy it's like uh why don't you guys debate in a quiet room and we'll decide the argument on its merits because the guy who has more friends during the debate is gonna look like he's winning the debate mm. and i get it that it's his show he has the right to do that but i don't know i sometimes he's all right, here's the other thing. With I thought John. he was great in Big Daddy. Here's the other thing with John Stewart, all right? He is in Big Daddy. And right? I'm going to have to factor this. Ian, let me know if I get Ian, let me know if I get this wrong. Look, this is great. People writing in. No, I love it. This is what we want. This is what we want. It's not the dot tims at gmail.com. Keep them fucking coming, boys. So, everyone. So, first off, just to reconcede, I I do put John Stewart in a different class of uh Stephen Colbert and and Trevor Noah and Samantha B, who's probably the least talented. Um, of the three of them, but you forgot John Oliver. Oh no, John! It's so tough between John Oliver and Stephen Cole. Oh, because John John Oliver is so sanctimonious and dumb. Um, well, we'll leave him alone. Yeah, okay, you're right. That's I, did, fine. I did forget I just, it. You know, because Trevor Noah actually doesn't annoy me. But um, what the fuck was I gonna say? Oh, so again, Ian, I may be wrong. 
Fact check me. I don't know what Stewart was saying this time last year. But the whole premise of Stewart's line of the clip we played, that it's so obvious that this thing came from a lab because the lab itself was basically named after the virus. Right. Why Why wasn't John Stewart doing that bit a year ago? He had to wait until... Right. A ton of leftists conceded. Like even he didn't have the ball, the balls to do that bit until it was literally okay because a huge chunk of the left had to admit that it's true. That's a great point, folks. Because that nothing, nothing that made him say that bit was stuff that just came out. Right. So even then, you're he's like this. Uh, we were kind of giving him credit for because he was on. Colbert show. But he waited until it was cool to but do that. But he waited until like the New York Times admitted right. that the le- so it's like he's still even when we give him credit he's still just playing it safe and not edgy at all. But honestly I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I am. But I do appreciate the uh, the email. And honestly if, if you find a if you find Stuart um doing any interviews or anything like that where he was like, what are these fucking people talking about? Uh, it clearly came from a lab. Send them on over. Even if they're like through, like from four months ago. It's thought.tim.com. And again, can somebody please explain to me how a science lab researching coronaviruses accidentally leaking is more racist than a bunch of weirdo Chinese eating bat soup? Or whatever. Eating bats. How dare you? How did that become... <laughs> and honestly, the other thing, too, with Jon Stewart's bit, uh, I know he you know, it's, he's would probably be canceled for doing it, but um, really for the comedy, for the purposes of comedy, when he did the impersonation of maybe a turtle did a... mated with a whatever. Right. You gotta go Chinese accent, dude. It's the only way that makes sense. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he goes, well, maybe the turtle. Yeah, yeah. You got to go full Chinese. If you're going to impersonate the Communist Party of China. Right. I don't know. But anyway. Maybe throw a comrade in there. All right. But Ian, you're right on John Lennon. It was heroin. Oh, who knows? If I was addicted to heroin and Yoko was the the key to my fix, I'd probably let her do whatever she wanted to. <laughs> heroin really... Not that I'm endorsing heroin, but it really must be fucking incredible. When you think about <laughs> the um, the percentage of users that right. literally halt everything in their life but the pursuit of it, it's got to be 90%. Right. 90% of heroin users will literally punch their mother in the face if it means getting more heroin. Here's- so it must be incredible. Let's put it this way. Do you like sleeping? Yeah. Do it with my eyes closed. You'd fucking love heroin then. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Because here's here's my observations throughout life, right? Um, In college, was friends with Scott Teeter. He loved his fucking oxys. Probably did a little bit of heroin. Um, All the fucking kid did all the time was fall asleep right 
So he'd 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 always snort a fucking oxy, then he'd go throw up. Nice. And then he'd be like, "Yeah, you want to go do? You want to like go to the to do the? Uh, you want to go?" Ugh. I'm like, "Sure, man." And then you get in your back seat, you start driving somewhere, and the kid's just sleeping in your back seat. Yeah, dude. And then so, you're like, "Yo!" And then he's like, "Oh, yeah." So up? it's not even that they hate being sober; they hate being awake. They just want to sleep. And then when I, well, not that they just want to sleep, but that's just you. Just, I don't know. So tired, so sleepy. So tired, so sleepy. And then when I was addicted to fucking uh, oxys for five days. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, all I fucking did was sleep. Yeah, all I did was sleep and want to sleep. But at least when you had oxys, you were you were actually in physical pain, and it alleviated that. Not on not when I had oxys, I wasn't. But yeah, no, you're right. But I mean, you really just got to take your medicine and get over it. You, Mike. <laughs> um, oh, I love how. I was, so I saw Mike DeBasio on the highway today, folks. Uh... So I'm just driving along 213, minding my own goddamn business. I see this black Acura merge onto the highway. I go, that looks like Eric's old car. Because he bought Eric's old car for like three grand and then just bitches and complains anytime something breaks to Eric. Um, and I'm like, lol, lo and behold, I can see through the tinted windows that there's a dog standing up like on the center console with his head next to the driver. Yep. So chances of it being Mike just increased by about 75%. Look, driver has a mustache. Wait a minute, that's fucking Mike. Yep. So I'm like, oh shit. So I start honking. Mike just not, he doesn't even look. He's still merging. I slow down to merging speed, which for him, because he's a moron, apparently is like 40 miles an hour. I'm driving right next to him, honking, waving, nothing. Just looking dead ahead. Doesn't even look to see who, who this lunatic is that's doing this to him. So then I get in front of him. He eventually goes to pass me. I give him the fucking hang loose out the window. Nice. And then he finally looks, and then I immediately get a text message. Why are you driving so slow? Obviously, Idiot. it's to get your fucking attention, Mike. Idiot. Um, and then what the fuck else did he yeah, say? Yeah, no one's ever really accused dumb. Mike of being a genius. Um, and by the way, you'd think at first glance at the scenario that the guy with his eyes directly in front of him is more focused on the road. <laughs> But actually, I think it's worse because if there is a guy flanking you from both sides, waving and honking, and you're not noticing that. They're like, you're dragging a body. You probably are the worst fucking driver ever. Right. Well, it's okay. So yeah. he goes, he goes, why you drive so slow? I was trying to get your attention. Why does he do? Did he say why you drive? so? Yes. Why? why first of all, no one that doesn't. Wear a wife beater and sweatpants. Actually, still talks like that. Like <laughs> once you're out of fucking sophomore year in high school. Ugh. Yo, why you drive so slow? Why you drive so slow? And then he goes, "How you know it was me?" As if it's impossible <laughs> to see with your eyes a person. Right. right. And I go, Eric's. And then I. So whenever. And I then he said, "How you know it was me?" Yeah. What? And so this is what happens when you when you text with Mike is you dumb everything down to his level. Yeah. So you start talking to Mike like he talks to you, right? Mm -hmm. 
So I so he goes, how you know it was me? I go, Eric's car, dog, mustache. He goes, was watching a YouTube video. Well, merging out of the highway. Uh, no, that's fine. I actually, I owe Mike an apology. I accused him of not paying attention to the road uh, on both of his sides, but it's because he was paying attention to a YouTube right. video. Right. I, I mean, you know. And then he goes, uh, he goes, was watching a YouTube video. Got exhaust leak before cat. Smells good. Smells like cat. Less. Smells like cat less. If what I think is happening is happening, it better not be. And that was my exchange today with Mike DeBasio, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. How does he function? I just... How do you not do drugs if you live his life? <laughs> I would want to be asleep all the time. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, I love the kid, but... Holy shit, dude. He loves he loves drugs too. He doesn't leave his house. Does nothing. I wonder where he was even headed. Don't know. Had a dog with him. Oh, he's probably going to like the MSPCA to fucking find out find out if he rescued another pit bull or a black lab. <laughs> First of all, this is Mike's life. He moves to Arizona for six months. Sounds about right. I said fur, too. What a loser. Uh, with his, whatever, girlfriend? Sure. They accumulate, like, three rescue dogs. And no, the- they, had already, they had already had two dogs. And then they got, they rescued a pit bull. Mm. Like a five-year-old pit bull. Okay. And... Then they decide that they want to move back home. So they move back home with her parents. Sounds right. Who also have two little dogs. Right. Oh, and Mike has a pig. Yeah, he has a pig also. Um, so. Which he stole from a farm. Yeah. He was at a farm that had a, there was a mini <laughs> pig. So he said, I'm, I'm just going to take this dude. And then just took the pig and left. Take this pig, dude. Um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so they move back home not even back home they weren't originally living with her parents but now they tried to move back with his parents and they were like what with all these fucking animals no way so then they move in with her parents still live there right right and um, they're out somewhere out for lunch out to lunch. <laughs> oh, God. And the Pipple violently murders the mom's dog. Oh, wait, no. Wasn't he in the shower? Oh, yeah. Mike was in the shower. Everyone else was gone, I think. Because then he comes oh, no, down. No, no, no. They were home, but they were screaming for Mike to get the Pipple. Right. So then he comes down with like a towel wrapped around him. And just there's just to blood everywhere. Blood everywhere, right. Um, Cock flapping about. So not sure how you didn't know that, you know, these dogs probably can't coexist. Um, so that dog's dead. And then the pit bull killed another dog, I'm pretty sure. I think so. So now he has two dead dogs on his hands. Um, it put. Oh, then they had to kill the pit bull. They had to put down the pit bull. Yeah, so then he sends us a picture from the vet 
of his dead dog, and he's like, "Just put it, just put it down, dude." Oh yeah, the dog was just dead. We're like, "Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks for the photo." I mean, goddamn, kid's a psychopath. <laughs> like, it's one thing if he was this weird artsy guy that like had this interesting, eerie photography style, but it right. was literally just like all the house house lights on, just like a shitty iPhone photo of it. Just a dog laying on the ground with its tongue hanging out. Right. And um, so, yeah, this is where they live. And now he's not even using verbs and sentences. (laughs) Like, what the fuck happened? And he's, what, 32? Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Old enough to uh, run for president in three years. Right, dude. Oh, hey, you're th- you're fucking thirty, right? Thirty one. Yeah, I'm thirty one, soaking wet. When you uh, like, get out of bed in morning in the morning, does like your body hurt? Like, do your feet, your ankles hurt and shit? Um, yeah, you know what will hurt are like the the front of my ankle. Yeah, dude, my ankles. Like my, cause I like, you know, get out of bed and go take a piss. Obviously I take like fucking so many pisses in the morning, but walk to the bathroom. The first walk of the day to the bathroom is like so fucking painful. Yeah. Yeah. I get up. So I feel like the fucking, the tin man. And then you got to like put oil and shit. Lube it up. Lube it up. Yeah. So in the summer, it's not too bad. Um, just cause it's warmer. Mm. But when I would wake up to go to the gym at like 630 in oh, December, yeah. yep. I literally needed to oil up every joint in my body. Jesus. And it was so bad. And then eventually, you know what I realized? If I just, uh, this is probably terrible, but if I just ignore the soreness, yeah, it'll just go away. Like the other day, I was I was doing the treadmill and I had the really sore ankle thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just said, I'm not fucking, I'm not pussing out. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. Yep. And it ultimately just went away. You do kind of just got to work through it. But so like. But then you get scared where you're like, fuck, what if I'm like exacerbating this? I mean, I'll get up in the morning and if I'm going to go for a run, I'll walk for a while until my ankles don't hurt and then I'll start running. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Got to warm it up a bit. Yes, you do. Or today I went for a bike ride. It was great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It went real slow at first, kind of coasted around, and then just started fucking beasting it. Yeah. To Haverhill. Uh, Not Haverhill. Fucking idiot, dude. Hampton. I don't know how to get rid of that soreness. I think it's just a part of our lives now. The hangovers are way worse. I never really got. Oh, yeah, dude. I never really got hungover. uh, And this year, for some reason, this year, 31. Yeah. It yes. has been a fucking nightmare. And how many times throughout your life are people like, wait till you're 30, man? And it's not, they're not fucking kidding. It's like a light switch. Yeah. Except all the people that I know that were saying, like, wait till you're 30 are pussies who never drink. That's also true. You're like, what but the now fuck we know, do you care? Now we know why they don't drink because they're fucking 30 and you get so goddamn fucking hungover after you have no, two beers true. at the tap. I do drink every day, though. So maybe I'll get, maybe I'll build up a hangover tolerance. I thought we weren't doing that anymore. Drinking what? every day. Nah, I'm nah, I'm not really drinking every day. I think we're I think we're gonna have to have a little discussion. Uh, I'm kidding, by the way, guys. Come on, easy. No, I don't really. Uh, I don't really drink every day, but 
when I do drink, he goes I'll, just most today. <laughs> <laughs> when I'll when I'll drink, um, uh, oh, what does it say in role models? Where he goes, oh, the kiss song. Where he goes, I want to rock and roll all night and part of every day. And then he goes, <laughs> and he goes, no, dude, it's party every day. He's like, I don't want to party every day. Just, I just want to rock and roll and part and, and uh, <laughs> part of the day. But um, the uh. Uh oh, but now so if I do have a weekday cocktail, it's really light. Yep. Um I I just do a shot of tequila on the rocks with a little bit of soda water. Which sounds fucking delicious, by the way. Oh, it's great. Um for instance, dude. I guess this actually is not a totally for instance actually at all. This is just separate this is just a separate note. An incidental for instance. Yeah. When we played golf the other day. Yes, I shot a ninety-seven. You were on fire, dude. You were having a good. You were having some good shots. Um, you had a birdie on. The, I had a birdie in like three pars. Yeah, and you birdied the first hole. No, I don't think it was the first. I think it was like either the second or third. Oh no, it was the third hole. Um, I was I was fucking doing my putting was lit, dude. Yeah, it was. If I didn't lose any balls, oh no, it was the opposite of lit. It was lights out. It was, oh, it was unlit, folks. He's right. <laughs> But after we played, I had one beer with the boys at the clubhouse. Yep. Fucking got home. Had to go to bed for like five hours. Really? I was so fucking tired. So tired, so sleepy. So tired, so sleepy. And then the fucking next day, I was so sore. Well, that I will say, that was your first... Was that your first round of golf this year? Second round. Yeah. Well, I know when I first start playing golf, usually in the year, because you're using muscles that you don't typically use. Yeah, that's true. I always get so fucking sore. Like, my uh, stomach and my hips will get sore. Right. But the first time I got agely, extremely hungover. Yes. Is the time I went to Jeff Borstel's house and we're like tasting bourbon. Oh, yeah. The day after that, I was the most hungover. The new yeah. I was the most hungover I had been since I was like fucking like 17. No shit. And obviously you get really hungover when you're 17 because you drank like fucking six bottles of Bacardi. Yeah, you drank the, you you literally would put anything in your body. You drank the shittiest booze ever and you drank it until you almost died. The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. Because you don't understand that there's like a limit. But you also thought the world was going to end in 12 years at the time. Right. And here we are. So you said, fuck it. Right. And uh, ever since that night, dude, if I have like two drinks, I'm so fucking hungover the next day. But he's gay. Yeah, my thing, and I'm, I know this is stating the obvious here, but it's everyone knows it, but the actual commitment to it is what makes it. Now, I literally just, before I go to bed, I just drink 24 ounces of water. And I'd say that alleviates 40%. Of the hangover. It's a good idea. And the other thing, too, on the weekends, uh, I drink every day. So even a bad hangover, it's only bad for till about 1230. About? About. About 1230. I, once I right. get that, once I'm three quarters through that first vodka soda at lunch, I'm ready to fucking to rock and roll all night and part of every day. Wow. Dear Jesus. That's the thing, too, is I barely drink now. So if I have one beer, I'm fucking toasted. Mm, he's right. You know? 
Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's not just the booze. It's like I just feel all around worse. Yeah, dude, everything hurts. Getting in and out of the car, my chances of pulling something is like 50%. And people are like, oh, well, dude, that's because you don't work out. I do fucking work out, asshole. I work out way more now. I run or bike every single morning during the week. I work out way more now than I did six years ago. And in terms of how I feel, not even close. Would take the six years ago feeling. For sure. Any day of the week. Absolutely, dude. I don't know. It's just, it's insane. So for anyone out there that's not 31 yet, just wait till you're 31, man. Um, <laughs> I wonder what, I wonder if it gets, it must get, it's must get so but much Do you think worse. it gets really, really worse at 41 or do you think it doesn't like, we're, we're just feel this generally shitty for 10 years and then it's when it's, it's a good question. In the mid forties, it gets it's really, a really good. good question. I mean, my dad fucking is like, dude, just don't get old. It's the fucking worst. Everything hurts all the time. My dad can dude, go maybe really the heroin walk. addicts have it right. Maybe. Well, you I feel think, great all the time and you die when you're like 40. I think the heroin addicts have it right, but their timing's off. Oh, so if they started doing heroin at like 60. Yes. Or like 55. Alleviate all the pain and you're going to be sleeping anyways in your big chair with like Tucker Carlson on. Or you just or I'm just listening to Yoko Ono scream. <laughs> um uh, How about Sean Lennon too? Driving everybody crazy on Twitter because he's like... Is that what's happening? I love how now being... Like, what Ian said about Jon Stewart is actually true if I lo- if I watched his old stuff because um, I definitely, knowing what I know now, think George Bush and the war in Iraq was a disaster. So I'd probably like that era of him mm. when he's shitting on the stuff. Right. It's, it's whenever his side does it that he's eerily... Can't can't write any jokes on it. Uh, but uh, I feel like, yeah. But also saying, oh, you would have liked this person ten years ago. It's like cool, but I don't like them now. Well, that's true. But also, I don't really have a problem with John Stewart because I don't. Re- I don't fucking watch his shit, so I don't really know to hate him. Wait, why did I bring? Up, what was I talking about? You were talking about how Ian is the greatest guy ever. His singing, his voice is amazing. He's such a good guitar player. Songwriting through the fucking char- off the charts. Um, his lyrics are bar none. That's what you were saying. I mean, right? that's all true, but that's not what I was going to say. Oh, fuck. Uh, was what, it his cocks? What the fuck were we just talking about? Getting old. Listen to Yoko. Oh, John Stewart. I was like, oh, I don't know to hate John Stewart because I didn't really, I don't watch his shit. Um, Dude, I just fucking blanked on it. And then I was like, oh, so what I interrupted you with, you said, so you said the war in Iraq thing. Yeah, and then I interrupted you with, "Well, I wouldn't saying that you would like someone ten years ago doesn't really matter because I hate them now." No, but I brought up John Stewart to segue into something, and I can't fucking remember what it was. This is like what I did when I was talking about. We were talking about the heroin addicts having their timing was off. Yeah, you should do heroin later so you could fall asleep in your chair while watching Tucker Carlson high on heroin, and then. Yeah, I don't know. I and just then George lost it. Bush, yeah. Okay. I, I completely lost it. Have you watched? <laughs> Maybe you even fucking sent it to me. I forget. But it was like, uh, it was a compilation of just like George Bush, like gaffes, basically. No. Dude, it is so fucking entertaining. Oh, uh, I'm sure I've seen a lot of the highlights, but I'll have to watch it. Oh, it's great. Um, 
Yeah, what the fuck was I going to talk about? I don't know, man. I don't know. Was it UFOs? No, I think I'm just going to have to move on. UFOs and aliens. Leave it. Oh, we talked about a bull moose where a bunch of pussies that reneged on that. Yeah, we already talked about that, yeah. That still pisses me off. Yeah, he's still angry, folks. And can someone please... Why am I not allowed to conclude that unemployment benefits... And I know they're ending like in New Hampshire... The, the bonus thing is, so if I say no one wants to work, everybody just wants to stay home and collect. If I say that, I'm supposed to, like, everyone goes, oh, that's just, that is just such bullshit. That's not what's going on. Who says that? Like, everybody. Like, every single person in the news will have economists on. Then what is the fucking reason, dude? I literally, if you drive up 125 or 28 or any of these places, you will see. We should play... We should play a game uh, okay. where we drive down 125, Haverhill to Plastow. Okay. And we just count. We, we count the amount of help wanted signs. Right. And I'm going to say it's going to almost exactly match the amount of buildings that we pass. I would say that's probably true. And yet, no one, it's supposed to be a crazy fucking talking point. Jobs are supposed to be hard to get. Yeah, dude, we go to Mr. Mike's all the time, and uh, the guy's like, yeah, dude, people call up all the time, and they go, oh, they ask for the guy's name. Right. Owns it. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then they just, they go, oh, yeah, uh, and then they just hang up. Endlessly. And the guy's like, dude, I can't find a, uh, I need cooks, I need waiters, I need busboys, like anything. Can't find it. And you talk to any business owner, any business, doesn't matter what the fuck it is, they're saying the same goddamn thing. Well, that's my thing. Have any of these people met? Do they know anyone who owns a small business? Because then they'll go, well, yeah, but that's because they're not paying their people enough. Ah! Like, it's your fault for not paying a dishwasher 50 grand. McDonald's will give you like $100 just to come in for a fucking interview, and people still don't do it. First of all, the I'm all for people making a uh, you know a good wage and, and having a dignified, but like I don't get these fucking talking points when they go when they go fourteen dollars an hour at McDonald's. How is sup- someone supposed to raise a family on that? You're not. You're not supposed to raise a family because the McDonald's job is a teenage job. Right. You're, you're not supposed to be a fucking adult working at McDonald's. And I'm sorry if that sounds snobbish and condescending. But it's just kind of fucking true. Those jobs are not meant for a f- person with children. Folks, he is completely correct. And how do I know this? Because the McDonald's are still open. Nobody is working there. And machines are doing everything. And everything's fine. So it turns out you're actually not that necessary <laughs> for McDonald's. You are for every other business. But uh, not for McDonald's. Jim Jordan went on a tirade about that today. He's talking to Jay Powell. See, I like his stuff like that, but he's such a pussy. A big tech kiss ass. I know, I know. I do when he's fucking reaming someone out. Though I do have a lot. I find a lot of fucking satisfaction in it. Yeah, but you know when he's being a pussy, I'm not. I love that. I really, really hope Chrissy Teigen stays canceled though, because that is the most satisfying. Oh, it's great celebrity. Because I don't like. When people get canceled, I'm against canceling people. Right. But 
You have to have a mutually assured destruction promise when it comes to this stuff because it's gotten so out of hand. So I don't like nuclear warfare, but I like the idea that North Korea knows that if they launch nukes, we're obliterating them too. With nukes. Yes. So you can be anti-nuclear holocaust, but pro-mutually assured destruction. Right. So that's my philosophy. So I'm not a hypocrite necessarily. Because I hate when people get canceled, but when someone that's constantly waging cancellation wars gets canceled, I like that. I think it should be. If you want to go out and cancel someone, we're going to fucking look at every tweet. We're, we're going to look at everything you've ever fucking said. See if you pass your own stupid sniff test and then just fucking just come after you. Nothing better than watching the canceler get canceled. Exactly. You know? Oh. Oh. It was so satisfying when she lost all those fucking uh, thing was with Target. She lost this huge deal. Yeah, what a loser! Oh, I love it, dude. And then I love um, if I mean I guess if if, if remove if. I love um because that's not really part of the sentence. Okay. If you say, oh yeah, that that lady Chrissy Teigen, the thing. <laughs> The thing that most people say following that phrase are, how is she famous anyway? Right. And nobody knows. She just fucking came out of nowhere. She's like, listen, I have big fucking cheeks and I'm famous now. And she was only hot for like 20 seconds. Yeah. She was hot like 15 cheek implants ago. Right, right. I don't find her attractive at all. No, Darren. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say. I also love all of these... No one in Hollywood actually likes, like, if you actually enjoy women, like, you like womanly women traits about women, right? Then you would make more movies uh, like those 90s rom-coms where Mm. the chicks were all hot. There was the one diamond in the rough. The guy had to win her over. Now all these quote feminine movies, yeah, yeah, they're just taking a movie meant for a male character and making that character and casting a female, right? The lady that beats up SEAL Team Six or the lady that vies for the job of CEO and it's this tough. It's like that's not a feminine movie; that's a man movie with a woman, right? So it'd be like instead of instead of um. Man, my brain is so stupid. I can't think of the name of the actor or actress. But it'd be like instead of the the hot boss that has the guy that works under her, yep, going to his family beach house to make it look like she has a boyfriend or for something. Oh, that Sandra Bullock movie. Thank you. Or she would Canadian be. Or whatever. Oh, but this won't work because she would have to work under him. And then find out that she's rich. Right. That wouldn't work. Sorry. Delete my brain, guys. No, listen. I'm all for if you want to make uh, if you want to make the if you want to remake the Jason Bourne franchise with women, uh, go ahead. That's fine. Good luck making money off of it, but go right ahead. Uh, all I'm saying is you're not making a movie about women. You're making a movie about men and casting women. This is a giant cock. All right, so it just happened again. It happened again. 
the uh, mom he's doing it again. My fucking computer overloaded and it fucking stopped recording, and we didn't know it stopped recording for about a half an hour. So there was another half an hour of episode that we just lost. It's gone forever. So you missed the best, you know, shit ever. So we're going to play this nice little treat. This video is old. So apologies. Apologies to all who have heard it. Um, If you ever accidentally ingest anything poison and need to induce immediate vomiting, this we recommend. We should actually probably just have it on our website. Um, Also, nobody bought like poison control. Nobody bought the fucking Bully Boy shirt. What's up with that? Oh yeah, dude, we got we got awesome merch. Actually, I need to buy that too. I love how <laughs> even the, I, the even only merch sales we have are us buying our own <laughs> shit. And even I'm slacking. You go, nobody's bought it. I go, oh yeah, I go. yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, we have fucking awesome merch. You know what's cool about merch for stuff like the I'm So Sure cast is everyone finds it interesting. Like if I see. Because it makes you interesting by design. So if there's a guy that I think is a total square and I see him at a party and he's wearing a shirt that says, I'm so sure cast, I'm going to be like, wow, either this guy's into some obscure podcast or he knows someone that has a podcast. Right. Either way, it makes you interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes you interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And that, and it spreads. You know, it just spreads the word. It's, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty interesting. Not the, not the best. Yes, I, I lost it. I don't have it today. Pretty good. Not the best. I gotta do. I, Fuck. I gotta do soft Trump. Mitch, Mitch McConnell. That was pretty good. It's Mitch McConnell. Uh, you, you need to sound stuffed up, which I can't. Right. Do. Oh, what's the thing that he always that we always fucking say? Uh, you gotta, you got. You gotta let me finish or some shit. I gotta respond to that. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause that's I have to respond to that. I think that's how I usually get into it. I have to respond to that. Okay. (laughs) I have to respond to that. Pretty good, not the best. Mitch McConnell's one of them. I'm fucking lost. I don't have it. Sorry, guys. It's all right. Sorry, Ian. All right, let's listen to this clip. This clip is so it's it's Lin Manuel Miranda, who uh, made a movie about the founding fathers, but they're all black dudes. Somehow that's not appropriation, but and then there's Emma Watson, <laughs> who uh, became famous when she was like 11, and they're about to rap about feminine feminine issues. How are the women doing in this country now? I'd say better than the men. Quick not at- the not the best, but <laughs> um, quick everybody, come over to the window. By the way, you can't be pro trans and pro woman. It don't make sense. Because you're admitting. Oh, right. Because this is what I figured out. So I never knew. Listen, I actually, maybe this is obvious Actually, to you. I think this is actually a thing, though, isn't it? What? Like, aren't true, don't true feminists hate when a man is like, well, I'm a woman now? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. So th- it's okay. Uh, As I, they should be. Yeah, because it's female blackface. A guy wearing high heels with a wig on, that you should be insulted by that. Right. If you're a woman. I'm not insulted by that because I don't care. If you're a feminist, right. But, um, yeah, so anyways. Right. Oh, so now I'm starting to learn the language of all the uh, unstable people, a.k.a. the LGBTQ plus whatever. So I figured it out what 
pansexual is. I'm listening. So it's not that you fuck pans. That's what I thought it was. No, so I figured it out. So obviously, um, pan means the Across, world. right? Oh. Yeah, or just everything. Because Pan Am, across, right? Across yeah. America? I don't fucking know. So... If you're bisexual, and by the way, I'm not being facetious here. I'm I'm actually going through the logic, so I'm not being sarcastic. Bisexual is transphobic because bi implies two, meaning you acknowledge there are only two genders. Okay. So if you're bisexual, you by definition are saying there are men and women, period. That's a good, so okay. pansexual... Mm-hmm. Is the trans friendly way of saying you're bisexual because you're saying I go both ways, but I go all the way. But I'm not. I'm not allowed to say I have sex with men and women because that's gender exclusionary. Okay. So I'm just pansexual. So, okay. I figured this out. That's you're pretty smart. I could be wrong. I don't know. It sounds like you're right. I don't know if you have any tranny uh, so, listeners. But so very pro trans people by definition, have to be anti-feminists. Yes. Do they know this? Are they aware? Uh, well, no, because the second any of these groups become aware of reality, they implode. Right. Or they make some new rule that, like, is like, well, no, because, uh, right. you but know, the... They, they're all at odds with one another. Because the feminist movement, you're uniquely saying you're you're specifying that m- women are uniquely different from men. Yeah. So gender fluidity as a concept is is nullified by your perception of gender. Right. And then the same thing with with being gay. So the whole thing behind being gay is gender. The only reason it's a big deal that I'm a gay guy coming out of closet is because I'm attracted to the same gender, not the different gender. So if gender wasn't a big deal, no one would give a shit that you're gay. So even the gay movement ceases to exist. So, but you can't start. You gotta just. Yeah, you can't keep. You can't start using logic with this stuff, or it doesn't make sense. Exactly. Um, all right. So anyway, sorry to postpone this. That's fine. This is just more of a treat for the for the fans for the viewers. <laughs> What am I freestyling about? Gender equality. Fantastic. Obviously. It's, it's International Women's Day. It's he for she. Yeah. Intolerant feminism. Are you a feminist? Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Great. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> even so, of course he's a feminist. He's like, uh, anyway, but like, if you're on TV now, right? You're doing this little segment. Mm. Even if, if she said, "Are you a feminist?" Even if he said no, and then was like, ah, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. That would still be better than going, of course, of course. Right. What a fucking tool. Because the point you made 10 minutes ago is that it's impossible to be a man and a feminist at the same time. Yes. Again, it's like me saying I'm a Black Panther. Right, exactly. You can be supportive of a movement, but you don't get to be part of the club. Right. And by the way, any guy that says he's a feminist, it means that he... Did he had sex with a couple girls in college that definitely weren't awake the whole time, and he's super fucking nervous that it's going to come back at him. So he says that he's a feminist on social media. That's what that means, right? 
There's never an actual guy who treated every woman he's been in touch with with respect and calls himself a feminist. It's more of like a, all right, he's hiding something. Right. What's he you know up what I mean? to? What's that What's that guy up to? I don't know. The guys, the guys that say that they're feminists are a little bit sketchy, you know? Mm. Well, it's like what McGinnis says. He said, going down on a woman is like leaving a business card in her pussy. She's going to tell all of her friends what a great guy you are. Mm-hmm. You took the time to be a selfless lover. Right. You know? Yep. Guys that call themselves feminists don't go down on women. They're, they, they're grossed out by it. Oh. Anyway. Okay, back to this. <laughs> we can talk in a minute. Okay, so what kind of beat do you want? Slow or fast? Uh, whatever you got. This is going to be bad. Okay. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, obviously it's going to be bad. <laughs> You're kidding me. It's two fucking losers rapping. Perfect. Yo, yo, it's Lynn, and I have to laugh. How can we not be equal? We're like half. Like, women are like half of the people on Earth. And yes, they should have been cut equal since birth. That means all day, every day, equal pay, every way. Okay, are we really okay? Oh, my gosh. Yo, this beatbox is fantastic. Beast, where to find them? Yo, I'm drastically changing the narrative. Look at it. You can't tell it. Oh my gosh. 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 It's actually a pretty good idea. Ever needs to induce vomiting immediately. Good lantern. I mean, have some self-respect, dude. Like, <laughs> if someone says, oh, listen, you're promoting Hamilton or whatever he's promoting. Uh, we want to do a thing with you and Emma Watson. And, like, I don't know, it'd be fun. Like, I get it. But, I mean, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? You have a brand to protect. Oh, I love in... Um uh, stepbrothers when they're fighting on the lawn yep. and the mother has the hose and then the father shows up and she goes, what the fucking fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that, <laughs> I too. Love that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, it's good. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> fuck. <sighs> uh, so anyway, can't believe I just punished the... Uh, but Brandon, I'm alive with, with that video. Quiet, you're gonna wake the neighbors. First of all, I would love to know. Well, we want to get into it. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Listen, folks. Here's the deal. I'm sorry that we keep. Well, you probably don't even know here's half the, the time because I'm such a fucking great editor. But probably the past five episodes, halfway through the episode, my computer shits its fucking pants. Yep. And then we have to go back like 15 minutes and redo it and yada, yada. If you're sick of that happening, which you didn't even know happened except for this episode, send me three grand because that's how much I have to pay to make that problem stop happening. He's not cleaning his room. I'm not cleaning my room properly. He eats meat. He's not cleaning his room properly. Properly. be, Be more methodical. Clean your damn room. Get get a new computer. 
Get your life, get your bloody life together, for God's sakes. Did you just hear the snap that you're, it sounded like someone went like this. Yeah, that was weird. That was fucking cool, man. You're fucking rad, that bro. That was pretty snappy. <laughs> There's this uh, Canadian guy on TikTok. JP? His thing's, his thing is, his uh, handle is like old time hockey or something, and hockey spelled H-A-W-K-E-Y. And he's, he always goes, well, hello there, buddy. I didn't do it very well. But it's great. You got to check it out. What well, does he do? Well, nobody. I'll fucking check. He just does quiet shit. Does he tell you to clean your room? He'll fucking make it. He'll build a fire and make like a fucking grilled well, cheese. You shut, shut up, up man. Listen. <laughs> the sound. I laughed from that. <laughs> and then couldn't stop laughing because of the sound that my body was making. Was Dude, even more funny. It sounded like mice were making tea. <laughs> and it had finally brewed. And then I went to a laughing vendor loop where it just kept getting harder and harder and more ridiculous. It was a self sustaining. What is a vendor loop anyway? Did South Park make that word up? No, I think it's a real concept. I just, I only know it in uh, terms of South Park. Oh, Mr. man. Mr. Vice President. Let's see if he's. I love how. Yeah, here we go. Ooh. Well, hello, buddy. And I hope you're well. <laughs> Please join us for breakfast with some eggs, bacon. And my favorite, French toast. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I love this guy. Let me see what he Dude, it it's like. so fucking good. He honestly almost never shows his face. Um, here's our home. Yeah, so someone goes, Hey man, where do you live? Absolutely, buddy. Here's our home. <laughs> then he shows you all his shit. That one's not as good. Oh, come on, say something. Say it. Say something. I'm giving up on you. All right, next one. Come on, dude. Well, hello, buddy, and welcome to our home. I feel like this is something Alex Michigan's should Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Dude, he has like a nine-inch fucking tube TV. And that's like his TV. It's the best, dude. Old time H-A-W-K-E-Y. This Canadian guy. He just chills. Is his first name Mike? I don't know. Last name Hawk? He, him and his dog, they just walk through the woods, and then they'll just like cook shit. On a fire, and then how many followers does he have? And then he'll he always finishes his videos, so he usually starts with "Well, hello, buddy," and then at the end he'll be like, "And we'll finish it off with a couple of cold pops." And then he opens like two cans of fucking some Canadian drink you can't get here. I like this guy. It's fucking great. He sounds cool. This is what the internet is for, dude. Yes. Not fucking tracking people and. You know, all that shit. But, dude, if we don't track somebody, how are we going to know if they have the virus with a 99.9% survival rate that we already have a treatment for and a vaccine? That's a good question, actually. It's a really good question. God damn yeah. it. Why? We, we have a COVID treatment, folks. Uh, well, we did until they said, no, you can't do that. There's no, that's banned. You know? Would you Who shut up, man? Listen? <laughs> it sounds like him arguing of himself, even though it's not. I don't know. I wonder if he does the cold pops thing. I hope he does it in this one. We'll find out, though. 
Listen to that cooking stuff. Oof. Oof. He's cooking breakfast, and I bet he has some cold pops. Oh my god, how come they can have videos that are so long? And she's a frog. He goes, hello, buddy. Came to get a sniff, eh? It's so fucking good. How about some jitter juice to wash down our breakfast? Dude, this guy's a riot. So fucking Canadian. Oh, I hope he does the... I just am doing this so I can see him open some co- some cold pops. And I, if he doesn't say it at the end, I'm fucked. Oh, let's just all move to Nova Scotia and live in a trailer park. And go to jail every winter. Yeah, we got a report that there's some people getting high playing space in the street. Yeah, us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this video is so fucking long. Please open pops. This is nice wind down With music. plenty of tree juice. Tree juice. That's what he calls syrup. <laughs> ah. Here you go, buddy. He gives his dog a piece of bacon. And here you go, buddy. He gives us a coffee. Holy wow. That was delicious. I don't think he finishes no. it with pops. Let's walk it off with an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm a big fan. I'm sorry I didn't have any pops at the end of that one. It's all right, buddy. Oh. Well, hello, buddy. So, yeah, with first-time clients, I like... Really pull that off. Don't you think I can pull it off? I don't. Um, but it's not really about that. don't know if you've ever heard of the term cultural appropriation before. Oh, see, so, you know, I was thinking, remember how you were like... Because remember, I was like, you can't... You don't show up to a uh, salon... Right. And ask for dreadlocks. Right. I remember when you were like, yeah, but don't you think like maybe that's just another thing? Like, this is how stupid this girl is. But I thought about it. So the writing <laughs> is so bad. Yeah. That they would have also, they would have said like, oh, and also you can't just show up and get dreadlocks. That's I a good point. They would, because the writing is meant for dumb people. So they would make it so obvious. There's no way they would just let that slide. That's a good point. You know what I mean? That's valid. Uh, now I'm just browsing. Oh! Yep, he's got a cold pop. Oh, boy. So now i got to start this one over. And you can just talk about whatever you're going to talk about. That's all right, buddy. Let's see. Let's see what he's making now. Oh, he put he put some a bagel and some cheese and ham in a thing. And he's cooking it in a fire. He doesn't say pops. I'm going to kill myself. I'm not actually going to kill myself. Disclaimer. Ooh, he's cutting it. It's crispy. Oh, boy. Damn it. He didn't fucking say it. He just oh, opened it. Oh, dude. Never mind. How dare you? I'm going to waste hours here trying to get this guy to say, and finish it off with a couple of cold pops. If Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. Well, I want to be absolutely clear. You do need to get vaccinated. People I can't fucking stand. Jeremy Corbell. Kamala Harris. Yep. Um, and I think that's about it. Let's say... All right. What do you think would be more painful? Ooh, Alyssa Milano. Can't stand her. What would be more painful? Yep. And I think it's Alyssa Milano. Did I say Melissa? Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to check the tape. Whoops. Um, Whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> all right. 
you can record for two hours. Oh God. A oh God, buddy. Rap of Emma Watson and Lin Manuel whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, record a song uh, about feminism, a rap. Like real instruments and overdubbing and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. Or you go to a bar. Yeah. It's just you three and the bartender. Us three? And it's you, Kamala Harris, and Steve Colbert. Steve Colbert? Yeah. Stephen Colbert. So you can record with Emma and Lynn. Yeah. Full song. Two hours. Or go two hours in a bar where it's just you three. So there's no other distractions. So you basically just have to watch Colbert kiss Kamala's ass the whole time and talk about how Republicans are stupid, but people who castrate 12 year olds are good. So I would definitely choose the Emma Watson route. Um, because so like if you were like no it's just them sitting on a couch and her, her beatboxing and him rapping for two hours oh right, let's make it that is that what it is fuck i'd probably still choose that because at least i could still look at emma watson and be like oh damn, yes. she's fucking gorgeous yes 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 and be like yeah dude i hung out with emma watson for two hours once that's true yeah maybe it was a bad scenario because Hang out with... But I was going to say, if, if I was just straight up recording a song with like an actual beat and Emma Watson rapped on it and that kid rapped on it, I'd be like, this is cool. And maybe she'll every once in a while will do like the thing where she puts one hand on the desk and one on the back of the chair and kind of leans over me and looks at the screen. Yes. And then I can like get a whiff of like, man, she smells good too. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That'd be cool. All right. Yeah. I guess, I guess it was kind of bad if Emma Watson's part of one scenario. But if I had to either like... See, a, a better question, I think, would have been, would you rather have Jeremy Corbell over, you have to grill tacos, and then eat them with him for two hours? Yep. Or Kamala Harris, come over, grill tacos, talk to her for two hours. What would you pick? <clears throat> because now, at least when I pick one, I'm still really pissed about it. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'd probably do it with Jeremy Corbell because at least he will talk to me about UFO shit, which is like an interesting topic. Right. And he's not a hollow log of a right. vapid robot. Right. That's true. I would still want to punch him in the fucking face though. The whole time. Kamala, you ever have hot dogs before? Have you ever had hot dogs? That's ridiculous. Um, oh, next question. I love how Harris grew up I love all these fucking lies. Like, so there was, I was, there was some clip I saw of Kamala saying how she celebrated Kwanzaa when she grew up. Okay. All right. How much do you know about Kwanzaa? I'm going to quiz you. Very fucking not, I'm gonna not quiz much you, at all. But not to mock your knowledge, because I think you're a good representative of the average American in terms of like, no one knows anything about Kwanzaa. So, what what era would you say Kwanzaa? If you had to guess, so where did, where did Kwanzaa come from, the tradition, and what era what was it? You know, did it originate in? Would you say? 
I'm going to guess that Kwanzaa came from Africa. Okay, and what era would you say? The um like eighteen hundreds. Is that it? Does that count as an era? Yeah. Okay. So Kwanzaa was uh invented in New York City. <laughs> In 1966. <laughs> uh, Tell me it's by a white man. No, it's by this guy named Milana Karenga, right? So I'm I'm reading this okay. on Wikipedia. You can see the folks at home. This yep. is Wikipedia. Yep. So I'm gonna go to his page now. Yep. So he was a uh Member of the Black Panther Party that was also an FBI informant. Okay. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so um, he under when so when you go to his page, right? <laughs> yeah. So you're like, all right, he was a professor of African studies. Uh, he founded the African American holiday of Kwanzaa, was born in 1941. And then when you go to criminal details, you'll see that his criminal charge was felony assault and false imprisonment. This is the guy that celebrated Kwanzaa. Um, and then when you find out what he did, so he was sentenced to one to ten years of uh, false imprisonment. So he uh, kidnapped and tortured this woman, and they beat her with an electrical cord. Oh, geez. Uh, and his own wife testified that she sat on the woman's stomach while another man forced water into her mouth through a hose. Jesus. So that was in 1971. So that was five years after he invented Kwanzaa. Good lord. All right. So that was Kwanzaa <laughs> is invented in 1966, right? Totally mm-hmm. fake holiday. No one actually celebrates it. The only people who think Kwanzaa is legit are white liberals. Okay. Um, and so Kamala Harris was born in 1964. So she was actually two years early from Kwanzaa. Okay. So her family was definitely super quick to celebrate this. And um, let's see here. Oh, yeah. She went to high school in Montreal. <laughs> and I get people listening and go, oh, but you could go through the litany of all these fucking celebrities, uh, all these politicians that make shit up. Yeah. The difference is they're not beloved by every single fucking person on my television. That's the difference. I don't. Obviously, Trump lies about shit. But he's called out on it constantly. So it all evens out. Right. When someone is even more full of shit than Trump, and every single person with influence over life in America just loves her, it's a little much. I looked at the numbers. The numbers are good. They're not great. The numbers aren't looking good. I mean, Kwanzaa, come on. I mean, the numbers are coming down. They're, they're the best. They're the best numbers. They're fantastic. They're not the best. I would just love to quiz people on Kwanzaa. They're okay. Yeah. The next the next person you see that like is like, oh, Kwanzaa. Just be like, what do you know about it? Did the guy who invented Kwanzaa uh beat and waterboard a woman or not? Trivia question. Right. Uh anyway. Kwanzaa. Well, have you seen the chat? I got the chats. The chats don't lie, they're everywhere. Chats left, chats right, everywhere look this chats. Could be 99 chats in a room. I'm not even close Lady now. Lady Gaggy. <laughs> I completely lost my Trump abilities. Yeah, it's tough. Damn it. Well, 
Hey man, this was this. I'm gonna play this for the fine people at home because it's so fucking good. Oh. Um, give me like 45 minutes just to use the iPad <laughs> to go to the internet. Doop dip doo. Oh, I love how you got the uh, <clears throat> you got the uh, bully boys sea shanty. Oh, you like that? Hold my bully boys, hold. <gasps> I'll pretend you meant to do that. I didn't even pay attention. You ready for this, folks? This song is great. Ooh, two nineteen. It's about as good as it gets. Ryan, shut up! You don't have a dad. Let's turn our eyes to Gavin's mailbag. <laughs> Let me touch it, <laughs> dude. So that song literally gets stuck in my head. Oh, it's so fucking good. Oh yeah, did we did did it cut out this? This clip? is the checkers game where grandson and granddad will bond. Oh, yeah, these pretend. It did. This is the kitchen where the new boyfriend will unofficially become family. Oh, am I doing these that? Yeah, dude, that's fucking <laughs> Mr. Teagan. Your My bad, dude. We can stop doing this show now. Stop. Six years already. It's crazy how fast time flies by. I know. I'm so glad that we're finally done with medical school. So many sleepless nights. I can't wait to sleep in for once. Well, not tonight. Hold on a second. You, you don't sleep in at night. <laughs> so she can still, if he fucks her all night, she can still sleep in the next morning. That'll be fine. And don't fuck her all night, dude. You're going bald. <laughs> I just like, wouldn't that be an argument to fuck her all night? It's like you have precious time with your, <laughs> with your hair. <laughs> But I love how he's like saying it like advice. Uh, <laughs> you don't fuck her all night because you're going bald. But it's true. Man, I can't wait to sleep in tomorrow. Not tonight. <laughs> and you can hear his wheezing nose hairs. Yeah, yeah. His breathing so heavy. Dude, so that was from a <sighs> video that it, yeah. man, You gotta see it. It's Let's just... turn our eyes to Gavin's mailbag. Do we have a show coming up that you told me about? Oh, yeah. We're playing August 14th, I think. At G, so they do. Um, I think it's part of that same fucking thing that the. Oh, we didn't even talk about the goddamn crazy lady. Oh my god, dude! Trying to kidnap kids. How the fuck? See, this is what happens, dude. End of the episode, about to wrap up. Then the fucking content hits. Yeah, dude. Uh okay. So we went to see um the fucking show in Haverhill. Liz Bell's uh Merrimack Delta Dub set or set set. Um, yeah, I think so. Fucking Matt Packett played, uh, also known as Mudflap, so on and so forth, dude. Right? Uh, we missed most of it, <laughs> of course. But um, show up, start that watching. Wasn't our fault though. The, wasn't our fault. The table at Tuscan uh, took three fucking hours. That was. Did, didn't we bitch about Tuscan already? Hey, maybe we did. Did we just leave out the the crazy witch lady? I don't fucking know. But either oh, way, man. Wait, the, did we talk about this? <coughs> we in a vendor loop. I actually don't know. Jesus. Either way, crazy crazy lady with purple hair dancing to Lizbill's songs. Viewers, did we talk about a purple-headed witch lady who was literally trying to abduct a, children? Literally a purple-headed people eater. Yeah. She was literally trying to... She was chasing children around trying to grab them. And then kissed another boy on the... On the half cheek, half lip. And then the parents were like, oh, okay, yeah, that's enough. Okay, get in the fucking car, Tommy. If that was my... If that were my kid... Well, first of all, I wouldn't let her get anywhere near my kid. I right. Be, I would already be. You'd already be backing away with your child behind you. 
But if I removed my kid and then she grabbed her again, that lady would be picking her teeth up off the ground to get her dirty, homeless lips on my fucking three-year-old son. Dude, imagine how if she just caught you and kissed you. I'd punch her in the face. Right, but like you would be bothered by that for like three weeks. Yes. Like you would still think about it. And then the worst was then they put the kid in the car. They like lock the doors. The kid's in his fucking car seat. Yeah. yeah and yeah. she still has her face like on the window. She's like knocking and waving through the window. Yeah. And that kid is going to have nightmares for the rest of his fucking life. Just but seeing also this purple the parents hair. like on the way home. Uh, if that wife isn't thinking seriously about leaving her husband because he's a huge pussy, then that's on her because uh, the kind of. The bare bones job next to, I don't know, feeding your kid is making sure purple-headed witch ladies don't, don't lick their mouths. That's kind of the bare minimum. Right. That's why I'm also, I think lunch programs for schools are stupid. Uh, you, where are your other priorities if feeding your kid isn't on there? So you can't make a sandwich once a day for your kid? If you can't get your kid school lunch, I don't care how poor you are, you're a piece of shit. Probably true. What else are you doing if not feeding your kid or making sure that they're fed? It's a good question. So I bet you that guy, I bet you that kid's on a school lunch program. The kid that has homeless lady in his mouth? The kid whose dad let the homeless lady French him. Lick his teeth? (laughs) It's just getting (laughs) more and more exaggerated as it goes on. Um, no, but so then the best part is this lady is dancing like an idiot, right? So it's broad daylight, by the way, this show, and it's outside in a public square. And uh, this lady's wasted and on drugs and has so she hair. goes into this alleyway that's completely in plain sight, right? Right, n- knocks back a nip, and then she violently spits on the ground and then goes right back to dancing. Yeah, just because you're in an alleyway doesn't mean nobody can see you. Seeing a woman spit is so gross. Like, I uh, I have... So, two things. I saw I saw a pregnant lady one day when we were playing at Winnie Kinney. Yeah. She was really, really pregnant. Probably like eight months pregnant. Um, And she was walking without swinging her arms. What? Which... Especially because she was pregnant, it looked egregious. Why would so anybody the, do that? I don't know, but that's the thing. Then, so one of the things I always had, <clears throat> my number one way to like my nails on a chalkboard, or um, people sniffing their own fingers. Oh God! Like that to me, terrible. Like even if someone's like, even if it's a buddy that l- thinks he fucking. Dipped his hand and he goes, Oh, what is that? And smells his fingers. I'm like, I can't even look. Right. And Eric always said, So I, Eric knew, has known for like 10 years that that was my number one. And then when at the Winnie Kinney thing, like years later, I was like, Oh, I saw this fucking pregnant lady walking without swinging her arms. And it was like the most disturbing thing. And then Eric goes, What if you saw a pregnant woman walking (laughs) down a hill? And then when she got to the bottom, she just went, and just and I was like, that's probably the worst just thing ever. Just started vomiting everywhere. Uh, but what did we just talk about? What did I say was also up there? Dude, my, my memory is fucking gone. Mine's as bad as yours. <laughs> what were we just talking about? The purple-haired people eater? 
and she's oh, drinking in the spitting. Oh, that's what it was. Like not just like oh, there's something like. <laughs> Like a baseball player on the pitcher's mound. Yeah, so like why go from standing in front of everybody to standing still in front of everybody but 15 15 feet to the left, pulling out a nip secretly, air quotes, chugging it, spitting on the ground, throws the nip on the ground, and then walking 15 feet back to still in front of everybody. And then we saw the identical doppelganger of of Jonathan Kuchar. That's fucking true. We did, yeah. And luckily, we got that on video, so the New York Comic yep. Exchange knows. If anybody wants us to email you this video um, of Bizarro Cooch, we will do it. And he was dancing and everything, like Cooch. It it wasn't just a lookalike. Right. It, it was him. Yeah, it was him. It was like a it was like an actual impersonator. Which supports my theory of there's only a hundred kinds of people in the world, and they just duplicate. I think you're totally right. <sighs> but do you think that's it? I think that's probably it. Yeah, that's it. I gotta get going. All right, folks. He's gotta get going. Um, I've gotta get going. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. James and Pat are probably coming on, and that's fucking it, dude. Nice. See you later. <laughs>